Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Glad to have you with us once again at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill on McKinley in Mishawaka, Caveman Corner, as... Uh, we have been every Monday for what? I think this is our 10th week that we've been here this year. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, we started a couple weeks into the season. And, right. And I've been going ever since Monday Night Football was rolling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Rolling right along for uh, quite a while. And, of course, the caveman football season continues after a uh, big win over Elkhart Central Friday night to claim a second straight sectional championship and we've got a couple members of the Mishawaka football team that are here with us tonight and also Hall of Fame wrestling coach Al Smith will be joining us in a little bit. Justin Fisher and Derek Dawson. Glad to have you guys in tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. You look tired, Derek. Oh, I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Long film day. Congra- was it? And that's that's typically what Monday is, right? Is oh, yeah. Is film day. So tell me, you know, this Valpo team that you're going to face this Friday, they're no slouch, obviously, 11-0 coming into this game. So tell me a little bit about what you saw on film from them tonight. Well, I saw a lot of uh, slot twins. But, uh, I mean, they uh, have really big up front. They're really, they're really big up front. I mean, uh, we've gone, th- we've played some teams that have we're big up, the, up front, but uh, Valpo is definitely one of the biggest teams we've seen all year. Well, and that's kind of... Two years ago, when you were a sophomore, you went over there, and they handled you guys fairly easily. 31-7 to was the score. I know I know that hearing that probably doesn't you know, make you very happy, but then the next year, you turned the tables on them. I think it was week two, and you guys won 29-20. to And I remember your coach, Keith Kinder, kind of saying that that was really sort of a, a big measuring stick for you guys early on to prove that you could match the physicality that Valpo had, and you, and you obviously did that. How much did that game, do you think, kind of propel you, you know, confidence-wise and just the whole thing into the season that you ended up having last year? Oh, it definitely showed who we were and who we were capable of, what we were capable of doing. And I think winning that game also showed uh, our, like, perseverance and how uh, we do things at Mishawaka. Derek, I know uh, uh, this week's going to be awesome, but just to go back just a little bit to last week, you're known for hitting and you're known for making the big (laughs) plays, but the final play was actually a catch. And uh, talk about just the onside kicks that Elkhart Central was bringing at you and that, you know, game on the line and and we had a hands team in there. To be honest, I mean, it was kind of crazy, all the fans cheering, you know, and I was just embracing the whole moment, even though it wasn't on my home field, but it's still cool to have all those fans cheering on you just for a little uh, hands team action, you know. It's all, it's all it was, but, I mean, the little things do count, as Coach Kendra always preaches, and uh, being able to almost look like I was in my kitchen. 
understand blocking a ball, <laughs> but I was, you know, catching a football. Guard but, the five hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it was it was an awesome experience, and I wish I could do it again, but too bad uh, we came out of victory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And just thinking about the night you had, Justin, you know, talking about a, a, a big night and a night that you needed it. And I know after we, we talked to you, we were talking about the excitement. Justin, tell us about scoring the touchdown. And you didn't talk about yourself at all because there were so many people who played a, played a role in, in making those touchdowns happen. Yeah, uh, it's not really me. It's the other ten guys on the field. I definitely couldn't do without them. They make they make my job easy. Yeah, Drew Mason had a pretty cool tweet about you. <laughs> yeah, Drew's my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he he may, helps make the holes, and uh, these guys back and forth give each other credit. So. They tackle that's him right. so yeah, I can score but, touchdowns. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, sincere congratulations. I Thank mean, you. It, it, was a, it was a big night, and it was cold, but it, it didn't feel that way because it was just such a good feeling over at Rice Field. And, of course, for, for anyone who might might have missed it 156 yards on the ground and six touchdowns that's not just for the uh, well it was the entire offense but it was you scored all six touchdowns have you ever had a six touchdown game in your life before that no not even close uh but like I said, that was all the linemen. Those are their six touchdowns, too. We were kind of joking at the end of the game. Your last one, of course, goes 51 yards. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the first five added up even maybe to half of 51. No. <laughs> no, three of them were the linemen pushed me in from, like, the one-yard line. So uh, they did a great job. On on that last one, the 51-yarder, the, the kind of take us through that play a little bit, what you saw as things developed. Well, uh, so it was midline left, and... Uh, we got a we got a pull read from uh, their D tackle, and all I saw was the green turf, obviously, because everyone was you know they're flowing in. They were trying to stuff us, get a stop, so they could get the ball back. And uh, all I saw was green gra- green grass, and I just took off. I really should have slid to so we could take a knee. But did you think about that at all, or did- no? I didn't. I didn't even think about it. Like as I was scoring, or uh, when I came off to the sideline, until Coach Kinder pulled me aside and he goes, "Next time, just slide." Yeah, come on, now, making the defense. <laughs> Putting yeah. the pressure on the defense a little bit, getting them back out there. Well, and, and for every fan and for everybody with a camera and everybody on the radio, we're saying score yeah. because, you know, it's just an, an amazing highlight and at a big moment. And, Sean, we're, we're still scouring the record books, but the last time we know anybody had a game like that, 1999, Blair wow. Crane had five touchdowns so we believe it's a record but before we we put it out there and let everybody know uh that six touchdowns is a record i mean we've been playing football an awful long time and i was gonna uh, say there's probably a lot of impressive. a lot of old uh, books to go through there in the uh the bowels of mishawanka high school i'm going through find. the film right That's now right. the 16 <laughs> millimeter blow the dust off <laughs> oh some of that gosh. stuff <laughs> that 1966 team i tell you boys <laughs> Derek. What about the challenge that, that you faced against Elkhart Central? Because uh, obviously you go into that game, you've got a running back that's going to be playing uh, at the Division One level next year, Mark Brownlee. I think with what he did, he ended up going over 2,000 yards for the season. You had faced him before. So w- what did you see as the biggest challenge going into that game, facing him specifically in that offense as well? I think the biggest challenge was uh, overcoming uh, us. It was just defense coming together. I think, uh, I mean, we faced him once before, as you said, but uh, Brownlee, he was, he was a good running back. He's, he's always been. He, we've been playing uh, with him ever since middle school. I remember him playing against and John Young and Elkhart. He's been a running back through that program all the way. And they've been, look, they've been you know, looking for him being that uh, star running back for them this year, and they were really, you know, pushing to uh, go all the way. 
But I think being Mishawaka and being who we are, you know, preparing for the big nights, big games, big Friday nights, I think uh, we prepared well. I think that uh, it was it was a really fun night. I, that's all I got to say. He is such a hard guy to bring down, though, just watching him, just the way he can stop on a dime and just keep moving. I, that's got to be pretty frustrating, I would think, as a linebacker. Yeah, it is. Trust me. Uh, he'll be in one hole and we're, that we're filling, and he'll bounce to another, and we have to rally and go get him. But uh, I think we kind of stepped up a little bit at times. That really helped us, the defense. And, uh, like, me and JT, you know, we always clicked. As day one he came in, and uh, I think that's what helped us a little bit. JT, JT Thomas, who uh, I, was, I was asking you guys, I couldn't see who blocked the extra point, but it was JT Thomas, mm -hmm. the Adams transfer. And we were talking, again, at, at the end of the game, we were talking. He looked like he was probably – as excited and happy as anybody after coming over. I mean, the school that he left didn't win a game this year, and, and to be on this team and, and have a chance to win a sectional championship, he looked like he was a pretty happy guy out there. Oh, it was kind of ironic, you know. You know he, he comes from Adams, and uh, he just sparks everything up. It's like we we needed him, you know. But, I mean, yeah, we all love him. You know, he's always that one guy that can make you smile, you know. <laughs> Biggest I, personality I, on the team, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear what you guys had to say up in the booth, but when, when we were down on the sideline, I told somebody, I said, that's huge. That's a big play. And then it yeah. then it comes down to it that now they've got to go for two instead yeah. of kicking an extra point. And the play Devon Parker made, I mean, I know there was a little uh, a fumble or a little miscommunication there, but he was on that quarterback before they could even make a play on that two-point conversion. So it was great to see. Yeah. Devon's just getting better and better as the years go along as well. Watch. He is so fun to watch. Might be the fastest guy I know. He's just so electrifying. Yeah, and I know people are looking forward to him playing basketball, but they're going to start delaying the basketball season just a little <laughs> a little bit. We um, found out today that the Elkhart Memorial game, the first game at Mishawaka, is now going to be December 10th. Oh, really? Instead of November 27th. Is so, this because of football? Yeah, or? you've got to right. have so many practices in, so Coach Heck came right. in this morning. and He's going to be happy about that. He, he actually was. He was like, <laughs> you know, it's so cool because these guys get to go, and the, it's the winning spirit, and he's hoping to see Devon and, and Donovan and some of the guys playing basketball basketball but uh, success does help to that next sport and just have those leaders and in in that championship experience and you guys have felt that For in sure. different sports as well and to put that note in my phone so i don't forget <laughs> we, we need to talk know. a little bit more yeah, off, right. off the air you know <laughs> these guys are like hey why don't they talk about that other that's time? right <laughs> justin one of the things that uh, coach kinder and i were talking about before the game last week again going to the rematch with with elkhart central was how they did some they were they were they were moving from play to play, kind of shifting and, and doing some different stuff. And, I mean, you're only 15 years old. You're yeah. a sophomore quarterback. And, and there were some reads maybe that, that weren't exactly – you obviously won the game. It worked out. But there were some reads that, that maybe you weren't quite ready to make at that point. What, was, it, was it a different story for you the other night? Uh, yeah, it was. The first time we played them – you know, I was very unfamiliar. I didn't really back then. I didn't really get the importance of film. And uh, since uh, way back then, yeah. Uh. Since then, uh, <laughs> I've done a lot of studying, and I think I went through the game the first time we played them before last Friday. Uh, I think I went through the first matchup three times. Uh, once with Coach Kinder to talk things through, and then twice on my own. And it actually uh, made everything pretty easy once we got out there. Do you, do you guys have the huddle where you can log in at, at home yeah. and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah. So did, did, were they able to tell you know how often you had logged in? Uh, I think so. We never talked about <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. I know they can check. Oh, they do. They check on <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But, well, do you guys get in trouble? Do you guys get in trouble if oh, you're not uh, yeah. in there? Oh, I, yeah. I can imagine. I actually had a buddy who worked for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he was in charge of the film department. And one of the running backs would come back with his tape. They had a videotape, and he'd say, "Oh man, thanks for doing the film, man. That was awesome. That was really good." But he would actually frame it up so it was like 15 frames in, uh-huh. so he would know that. Unless that guy rewound it to 15 frames in, that he didn't watch the tape. He's like, I did all that work, and he, he would come back, and he never even touched the film. <laughs> so they do watch, and they yeah. do know, and the guys that make the film. Derek, when you, when you think about championship experience, and some people may say, hey, you guys won a sectional. That's great. You're playing Valparaiso. You can be satisfied. You can say you had a great year. What do you tell your teammates and the guys around you to say, you know what, we're one game away from getting back to the, the semi-state, the final four, and this is a huge game, and we can win this game this week? I mean, I tell them every time, you know, uh, be ready for the next game, the next play. You know, you never know if it's going to be your last. So, I mean... This this regional coming up. I mean, it's a tough team. We gotta become. We gotta come ready to play. So I always tell them that yeah, always always come ready. No, don't always look forward. Never look backwards. Yeah. When you saw the snow out there today, a blanketing steel oh, stadium. Yeah. It it makes it me think about Friday night. I hope it snows <laughs> Friday. Oh, I love it. Just want to play in a little snowball. You know? yeah. Yeah, that was pretty Wasn't cool. It regionals we got to do last that year was, was yeah. I love that game. That's right. That's like I think all of you guys who have come in who who played in that game last year. That's all everybody has talked about yeah. is oh. playing in the snow last year. That's oh, got to yeah. be pretty exciting. Justin, kind of going back to you and your development as a quarterback in this offense. What maybe has been the biggest challenge for you, kind of going through this season? Uh, the biggest challenge is just it's the it's the defense. Uh, just knowing. Knowing what play works when and all that kind of stuff, but uh, I've done a lot of work with Coach Kinder, so that's uh, slowly getting pretty easy. So yeah, could you talk about the impact your family has on you? That you, your dad's a principal at John Young Middle School. Your brother obviously was a great player for Mishawaka, but a lot of people might not know that your mom was a basketball coach and a really good athlete, and 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 brings some fire to her when she's talking about sports, especially. Yeah, for sure. My mom, uh, she played three three sports in college: uh, volleyball, softball, and basketball. She actually, for a while, she held a uh, point record for girls basketball at Bethel. It was thirty something. I don't know the exact number. But no, she is probably the, one of the most competitive people I know, and uh, she's always she always backs me up and supports me. Is that good that she's that competitive? Does, uh, did, oh yeah. Does she light the fire every now and then? Yeah, we uh <laughs> we play family games at home. Uh, I know we we play Boggle a lot. I don't know if you guys know what that is, the word game. But my parents are pulling out multiple dictionaries and stuff, searching for <laughs> words. We get it gets real. <laughs> Derek, just when you think about uh, this week and the opportunity that you have in front of our home fans, I mean, does it make you reflect a little bit about how special Mishawaka is and some of the traditions? And Not that you want to start saying, okay, I'm going to look around, but but does it make you appreciate when you get another sectional championship trophy with these guys? And Coach Kinder says it all the time, you know, it it gives us a chance to to practice and play together one more week. Oh, yeah, it makes me think about the last four years I've been there. I mean, every year I play football, it's three out of the four we won a sectional championship and it's just amazing how you think all those years you know you've been there you know and all the memories you have and that this could be the last you know it's crazy walking through the halls before the games you know afterwards you go running to subway getting subway before the game going back to your friend's house then you go on the field and you're like holy crap you know it's right now 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, one, crazy. Of the, one of the most successful eras right now in, in modern-day history anyway, uh, 2009, 10, and I believe it was 12. Uh, they had three out of four, and here you guys are doing the same thing. It's pretty neat. Yeah, and as we talked about the last time you were here, you went to semi-state with baseball last year, went to regionals with baseball <coughs> the year before. So, I mean, you, you've, uh, you've had a pretty successful last couple years at Mishawaka yeah. in both sports. I should ask, though, how's, how's Ryan Watt doing? He's a guy, of, of course, you know, he injured his knee. He's part of the baseball team as well. He's going to pitch in college next year. He's had to, unfortunately, miss his entire senior football season. How's he doing right now? Oh, he's doing great. I mean, he's he's been recovering well. I mean, he's he's getting big. Trust me. I've seen him in the weight room. He's getting pretty big. And... Uh, you know, with him going to Western Michigan uh, this Wednesday, I'm going to go to his signing. So it's going to be oh, pretty cool. fun. That's right, because, it, yeah, it's November. That's yeah. coming up, isn't it? Yep. So uh, he's he's doing really good. We expect big things from him this year in baseball. You know, he's had to recover from that injury, so let's see how he does after that. Now, did you say you play baseball too, right, yeah. Justin? Yep. So and, you, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was going to say that Ryan does make a big impact still with football. Uh, I remember last Friday, oh, we actually fumbled late on the toss play and I came over the sidelines and my my head was down I was a little bit nervous because uh, they just got the ball going back in get a chance to tie it and uh, Ryan actually came over and gave me some words of encouragement and uh, honestly helped me out a lot so. Yeah, I was, I was watching DeWilkins over there, and you know, he's in a wheelchair on right. the sideline, and he's yelling, and he's grabbing people, and he's oh, sitting yeah. down, like, <laughs> looking up. up at him, and he was fired up. DeWilkins, like, making an impact. Up. <laughs> yep. Justin, you were talking about film earlier, and Derek talking about looking at Valpo. So when you saw some film of the Va that Valpo defense today, just kind of some of your impressions of what you saw. Uh, they're very big, like Derek said, uh, on the defense side, too. Uh, they're fast, physical. And, yeah, they remind me a lot of New Prairie's defense. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough task, but I think we should be able to handle it. That was kind of my next question, if, if they just, you know, who they might remind you of. And, obviously, New Prairie was very good, but it came down to one point at the end of the game. Yeah. So are, are you looking forward to this challenge with oh, Valpo Friday? Always. <laughs> love, love a big challenge. Do you, as, as a linebacker, when you, when you see a team like this that, that you've described, big and fast and physical, I, I would imagine that that's kind of right up your alley, what you're looking oh, forward oh, to. Oh, yeah. It shows who, uh, who you are and uh, your character to go up against big guys, big, bigger teams than you, and it shows who you are and who Mishawaka is. I think, I think that's a great point. You know, you talk about who Mishawaka is, and, and you talk about grinding, and and there's been a lot of games this year that you maybe weren't the biggest team or the fastest team, but together, together you guys make a difference. And, and the running game, yeah, you're talking about Drew Mason. He takes a pounding. He's not even yes, carrying the ball, and, and the guy takes a pounding. We've had some guys get injured, and you talk about next man up. You really believe in that philosophy. So it must be fun to have guys around you, even in practice, that maybe we don't see every day, but you see, and you know that they're working hard every day just so they have their chance or, or maybe get their opportunity. Oh, for sure. We got uh, we got a little bit of chip on our shoulder, knowing we're the underdog, probably. But uh, that's what being a caveman is all about. So, but it's got to be good to get to host this kind of game oh, as sure. well. This is the second straight year oh, that yeah. you got to host a regional. <laughs> so, all right, hey guys, congratulations on uh, the victory Friday. Congratulations on the season so far, and good luck this Friday. Hopefully, uh, we get a few more weeks of this. Hopefully, oh, yeah. uh, hopefully <laughs> playing sure. Thanksgiving weekend. Oh for yeah, sure. thank you, sir. All right, thank no you. problem. Derek Dawson and Justin Fisher from the Mishawaka football team, guys. Great job.
As always, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, Hall of Fame wrestling coach Al Smith will join us. Capeman Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. On 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader with Mishawak Athletic Director Dean Smith, Sean Styers, Dean Smith, Dean Huppert. <laughs> I just made you a Hall of Fame basketball coach. Hey, all right. That's awesome. <laughs> North Carolina, here we come. That's right. I had Al Smith on the mind, of course, in the Hall of Fame uh, wrestling coach, Al Smith. Thanks for coming in tonight. Glad to have you with us. Thanks for having me. It's kind of nice. Now, uh, Dean was telling me, and I, I didn't realize this, you still work with the Mishawaka wrestling team, is that right? Well, that's questionable. <laughs> I go in and yell a lot. You supervise? Okay. I don't do anything. <laughs> when when did you retire from coaching? And, and Well, let's start. When did you start coaching? When did you retire? Uh, started in the fall of 64 and retired in June of 2000. My goodness. That's... that's uh, uh, a couple uh, athletes that you coached in that time. You know what? Mishawaka's <laughs> got some really good athletes. I, I found so. You're, you're absolutely right about that. I found something today about you. It said you're responsible for close to 100 wrestlers, coaches, contributors, and officials who have been, duck, been inducted into the Indiana High School Wrestling Hall of Fame. That's a pretty amazing number. That's, pr that's an exaggeration. <laughs> I bet it's not. <laughs> Coach, when you think about the impact and when you see some of these guys, and even a Steve Sandifer when he comes back, or you see the coach over at Penn and guys all around the state, uh, how does that make you feel that, that they're taking something from Mishawaka and passing that on and, and, and growing the sport of wrestling? As a coach, scary, because they beat sure. us. Sure, yeah. Um, as an individual, I, I, I look at these guys in football – and I just think back on guys like Randy Robertson, who had a state championship at Goshen. Uh, Tim Dawson, who had to be one of the better coaches at Concord. Those guys came up through the Mishawaka football program, and they carried something with them. And what I think though, what they carried with them was a good fundamental knowledge of football. And number one, they cared about kids. And I just, I, that impresses me so much that, uh, that those Mishawaka kids go up and they look at it and they say, why are we here? Well, we're here for the kids. Sure. And that, to me, is impressive. Now, you were on a staff in 1974. It's been a couple years, but you were state runners-up that year. But throw some names out there, uh, guys like Bill Doba and Larry Stilson. And your, I mean, that was an incredible staff that you had. That was an awesome staff. And it was also a highly uh, knowledgeable group of guys. Scott uh, uh, Shaw That's right, was yeah. on that team. And, uh, I mean, just an absolutely great uh, football player and a great human being. And he still is. Um, you know, I, I look back on those guys. Uh, we had a Dawson on that team paul dawson tim dawson those guys were there i don't think they're related to this guy at all but you see those names roll back through the italians the belgians <laughs> uh the polish guys they just keep coming back through i never really thought about tim dawson and Derek dawson but he he did have a presence like yeah. that and, and kind of had that had that build like i'm gonna hit somebody yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
have there been guys over the years for someone who coached as long as you did and, and someone who's still around now do you are there kids that you have that that you can tell are going to go on and end up being coaches themselves my opinion is yes but i'm pretty egotistical <laughs> um i look back on a henry wilk or a brent lee um Taylor down at Wallace. Uh, I mean, they've been a lot of guys that have come up and they've really studied not only wrestling, but they study football and they study the relationship that they should have with kids in order to promote those kids to do something later on in life. And, and I'm just, I'm so impressed with that. That must have been pretty cool back in the day to see Henry Wilk win a state championship <laughs> and then to, and to watch him go on to greatness as a coach. Yes. Um, and you know what? In college, he got second in the nation in the NAIA. Um, we had uh, a, a group of guys there, Henry Wilk, Neil Tominski, and Chet Mashinsky, a couple of Polish kids. Uh, and they just had a real love of learning more wrestling and then turning around and teaching it. Uh, when they got out of college, we, we used to illegally <laughs> meet in, uh, in the Mishwaka High School gym on Sunday afternoon. And we had guys from Bloomington. Uh, George Fenley came up from Bloomington. Uh, Hutch from Warsaw came over. Pataxel from Logansport came over. I mean, just unbelievable. And they're willing to share uh, I learned more from George Finley on what he called a facelift series. I just called it being brutal to the guy's head uh, <laughs> than I'd ever know. I, I just didn't know it. I mean, they, they're willing to share it. We're talking with Hall of Fame Mishawaka wrestling coach Al Smith, and as he said, coached football at Mishawaka High School as well. When, when you kind of look back, what do you think has changed the most, most about coaching? over the years since you started in 1964? Uh, the knowledge that the kids come in with. Uh, this young man, that quarterback to Mishawaka this year, in, in my <clears throat> entire coaching career, uh, I, I got to work with a guy by the name of Mark Adams, who was so intelligent he went to Harvard, uh, and I think he's got a doctoral degree now or something. But he was the same in football, and to my... <clears throat> ever-living embarrassment we got down to four or five yard line once and and i called a play and sent it in and he looked to the sidelines and so i just went run it so he ran it we got stuffed and i grabbed a kid and and i sent the kid in and i said this is what you want to run and so he went in and mark adams looked at from the from the center of the field looked at me and went <laughs> wrong formation and, and so he switched the formation and they scored and to me that's so unique that you have kids like this Fisher kid here who they see the game and they know the game um, I've got three grandsons coming up now and that's one of my big peeves is they don't know the game uh, not like those guys did and not like these guys do. Yeah. So now you're a, a legend in, in wrestling and one of the biggest names in Indiana history, but 
you really had a love for coaching football, and that was a challenge for you that, that I can remember talking to you, interviewing you. You really felt at home when you were out in, in the grass and just and uh, being out there in the turf with those football players. You know, a guy by the name of Corey Sinkovitz, who did some assistant coaching at South Bend, Washington, assistant and I think head wrestling coach at, at South Bend Adams, uh, we talked about it once, you know, what would you really rather do, be a head wrestling coach or a head football coach? And both of us said a head football coach because once you send a wrestler out on the mat, there's not a lot you can do. It's true. <laughs> and in football, you can go time out. <laughs> I don't want to talk to those guys. So that that's so unique. And, and last week when these guys were playing Elkhart Central, I firmly believe with my limited amount of knowledge, that you and I will be watching Brownlee play pro football on Sunday afternoon in about another five or six years. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. He's awfully good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's interesting you said that about, obviously, on game day or match day, as right. it is in, in wrestling, that you can't control what happens with the wrestler when he walks out of the mat. But I think, would you say that the sport of, of wrestling the preparation that you're putting in on the mat that 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 you essentially indirectly with the preparation that that you're giving him you know once he gets out there on the mat that you can control it even more egotistically <laughs> we we say if we drill it long enough and hard enough you'll perform on the mat that way um and that's that's an ego thing more than anything else i mean I've seen some phenomenal. Uh, is people. it though? Because oh. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I think back on Ole Galloway, and I don't know if you guys. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, probably one of the most phenomenal athletes I've ever seen in my life, um, and uh, Ole. Uh, now this is a rumor. <laughs> I didn't go. <laughs> Ruth, the rumor is he didn't work real hard in practice. <laughs> he, he just kind of went out and did his thing, and, and that was it. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's just a phenomenal man and probably one of the best fishermen I've ever seen in my life. Swears them down, you can smell them. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Holy, come on. <laughs> Now, refresh my memory here. Uh, did you start in, in volleyball at, at Mishawaka? I know your wife had a hand in volleyball with well, the program. Well, technically speaking, she was really the coach. My wife and I started the Mishawaka ISHAA volleyball program. She played with a group called the Challengers, either South Bend, Uniroyal, Ball Band, or whatever. And they placed third in the nation and fifth in the nation in the open USVBA division. She was a whale of an athlete, much better athlete than I am. Uh, and so we started the, the program one year. And what she built one year, a guy by the name of Tom Nowak came in and took those girls next year, and they won the conference. Um, so she was a, a great competitor and a great coach. And a pretty doggone good mother, truthfully. Yeah, yeah. And then you were on her staff, right? Well, I was. I was there with her. Yeah, she yeah. threw me out of the gym. <laughs> I, 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 it seems like Barb Wood did that once too. Yeah, <laughs> I chewed some girl once, Becky Fowler. Mm -hmm. um, I chewed her out, and she started crying. And my wife walked over and said, "You're out of here," and and she just 
And you're looking at Becky Fowler like, all right, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 time to go. And Becky's looking at, I think she's pointing at you. <laughs> what is there? Is there a sport that you haven't coached that that maybe you would have liked to coach? Um. Well, a guy named Herb Evelyn, who I I don't know if he still teaches down at Plymouth. Uh, when we were in college, every uh, Wednesday night and every Saturday we'd go over to the Manchester College gym and he taught us gymnastics. And uh, I, I found that to be one of the hardest things I've ever tried to do in my life. You know, I mean, when he's talking about throwing a peach basket on the, on the parallel bars where you got to go up and turn yourself loose uh-huh. and then come back down and reestablish, I kept looking at him going, I think you're nuts. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, I loved baseball when I was in high school. I loved track when I was in high school. I ran cross country, but I'm not telling you I loved that. <laughs> uh, Got you ready for wrestling season, yeah. right? <laughs> so there were a lot of things that I, I toyed at and looked at. Um, but I just, you know, I, I feel very fortunate to end up at Mishawaka when I was at Mishawaka. They had some of the greatest kids that I've ever been around in my life. The John Hall kid. I mean, you know, you couldn't find a more physical athlete than John Hall. And those guys are unreal. They, um, Mr. Fisher over there is talking about Vince Gresham, who won a state. Vince Gresham, if he reached out and grabbed a hold of you, you weren't going to get away. I mean, he just had, he had a grip that was just phenomenal. So, you know, I feel very fortunate that I was in this area. The South Bend people, Ed Seuss and uh, Bob Million and some of those guys, they, they included me in their fall clinics that they had in wrestling and had no reason to. I mean, we weren't, we weren't involved with them at all except in the same conference. And they had Doug Blueball come in, Olympic champion, and they called me up and said, do you want to come over? We're going to have a coach's clinic. And I said, oh, yeah, who are you going to have? And they went, Doug Blueball. And I went, you got, you got to be kidding me. How did you get <laughs> the most you know, outstanding wrestler in the world? Ah, uh, we got him. Yeah. I mean, it, it just uh, there's a camaraderie among coaches back in the 60s and 70s. That was really unreal. You were honored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation earlier this year, and your family was there, and I know it was a, a great moment for you. What did that mean to have, have them all come back? And then uh, for, for you to be on stage, I know, was uh, not your favorite thing, but I know it was for them to say that, you know what, Mishawaka appreciates Al Smith. You know, um, Jane Zimmerman, Jane Wright, uh, was a cheerleader when I first came into Mishawaka in the 60s and they had a, a lady named Annette Gould who was a PE teacher and she was in charge of the cheerleaders and she came to me once and I have no idea where she picked it up she said you know something about gymnastics and I said well very little and she goes okay because I want you down teaching the girls how to do back handsprings and back flips and I'm like, um, this could get me fired, you know that. <laughs> but, you know, that, that group of girls, I still, Marianne Peachy, Nanette Schneibel, 
uh, Nanette Schneibel's a missionary out in the Baja of California, uh, that even the cheerleaders cared about other people other than themselves. It's just phenomenal. Coach, thanks for coming in tonight. It's been a lot of I wish we had about another hour. We could we could no, probably just no. go. <laughs> <laughs> we should just remind everyone, Al Smith Invitational, of course, is December. Do you, do you remember, know the date off the top of your head, Dean? December 29th, I believe, okay. this year. Two All days, right. yep. All right. Yep, 29th and 30th. And uh, one reminder, we have our fall athletic banquet this Wednesday night. So, oh, wow. Uh, for all the fall Already athletes. Here. And uh, there's uh, varsity football players. Coach Kinder's going to talk to them because they'll have their celebration a little later, and we've got a big game coming up Friday night. It's always good when the football team has to reschedule that part of the banquet, right? <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> yes. That means things are going well yeah. two years in a row. And, again, don't forget, of course, the regional final is uh, with – Valparaiso Steel Stadium, 7.30 Friday night. And, of course, that also, I think you said before, it's, a, it's an IHSAA event now, so the, the passes that work during the season don't yep, work or, anymore. Yep, no season passes, yep. $8. So it's a little bit different price this week, too. Okay, sounds good. Coach, thanks again. Thank you, sir. Sure appreciate you having me on. Great to have you and great to meet you. The Hall of Fame coach, Al Smith. Dean Hubbard, I will talk to you next week. All right, sounds great. Right. Thanks, Sean. Sounds good. Caveman Corner for Jerry Janowski, our engineer, Sean Steyers, 96.1, WSBT, the sports leader. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.